forever. Dog. She's out for revenge. This week on the podcast, LJ Smith's Night World, The Chosen. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I don't know if you noticed, but I went back to our old tagline. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't notice. I, I was staring like the at the other cover. One. I liked the pulp one. I like the pulp, too. Yeah, because it's a little more inclusive. Yeah. And it doesn't have a connotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. like both of them. I don't okay, care. Do cool. what your heart. You know what? Thanks. Every, every make week. decisions. Whatever you feel. Yeah. Just be let free. It, let it let it flow. Who's, who's trying to box us in? No one puts not us our in listeners. Corner. No, nobody puts teen creeps in the corner. <laughs> um, so we are we are back. We're back. We're back in the night world. Ooh, we shouldn't be because we're human. We're human, and it's forbidden. It's forbidden, but Ugh. but. We want to get a Night World soulmate, and yeah. they're lurking everywhere. Listen, what's great about the Night World is that they're like, it is unheard of that humans and those of the Night World are soulmates. And yet, everywhere we turn. Well, that's why we're getting the stories that we're getting in yeah. the Night World. They keep saying, like, oh, something's Something's happening. happening. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so now that's why there's Circle Daybreak. Mm-hmm. I liked the intense, intense bigotry of <gasps> Rochelle, Rochelle when she meets um, F name. Fiona. Oh, Flora. Right. Flora, the um, daybreak woman. Yeah, the oh daybreak woman who got captured and put on the island. Yes. Uh, she's like, you're fucking circle daybreak. <laughs> you disgust me. She's like, fucking circle jerk. <laughs> fucking vampire lover. By the way, I'm in love with a vampire, <laughs> but yeah. you are awful. She's like, I am dealing with like weird soulmate feelings. You have no excuse. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay. Is this maybe your favorite Nightworld couple? Oh, I said definitively my oh. favorite Nightworld couple. Quinn and Rochelle. Sitting in a tree. I hope he doesn't get a splinter because <laughs> he might die because he's a vampire um so okay i have i read this on kindle mm-hmm. and the cover that i have at home because i didn't want to bring the book because i have the like omnibus one mm-hmm. so it's too big and i was flying so i was like i don't want to bring right. a chonky book i have the new version of the cover right i was not aware of the what old version the old version looks you gotta like. get old version Old version looks great. I was mentioning this to you before. I kind of wish that she wasn't wearing what she's wearing on the cover. Uh, as we discussed, she's like a witchy ninja. It's a little dorky. Yeah. It's let me like, see. it's like pretty dorky. The worst part is I think the width. Yeah. Of the headband. Yeah. And the it cummerbund. Is, yeah. And the <laughs> fact that her bangs are like going over. That's yeah. That the might headband. be the worst. Part, actually it's very karate kid yes and she's supposed to be sexy and like i loved the buffy the vampire slayer uh mention yeah that was fun which is fun and also kind of just as like i love yeah it's like that so just understand where, where we are <gasps> i 
kind of shipped her and Daphne at times. I, I was like, loved the female camaraderie yes, in this book. I loved it. I was like, like, like LJ nailing it. Maybe friendship OTP might be friendship one true pairing because I really, really liked their just dynamic. Mm-hmm. I felt like Rochelle needed a Daphne in her life. Yeah. And Daphne saw that. Yeah. And she was like, no. Mm-hmm. I see that you need friendship mm-hmm. and I'm not going to let you get away with not having friends. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. Um, so Rochelle, because she's seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer and she's like, no, Buffy had friends. Yeah. She's like, that's what keeps Buffy alive, you dang. Except that I think this was This the was movie. the movie, not yeah. so much. And she did not have friends. She did in that not movie. have friends. She did not have the Scooby they crew. They were terrible. Yeah. It's fine. It's anyway. Anyway. You get it. So Rochelle, I also loved how this book opened like this the basically like cold open of the book yeah. was so scary yeah it was so cool it was so cool and scary it's like uh season one episode eight of infinity train it's an mm. evil chase in a play place scary mm-hmm. really really scary you're a child and you're darting through tubes and ropes yes. and shit that's scary and then also there's like like so it it starts out with Rochelle being young. She's a small child. Mm-hmm. She's like five or something. Yeah. She's five and Timmy is five, but he's like two months younger or something. And he's little. Wait, Timmy's only two months younger than her? Is he her brother? I think he's like a... He's her brother, isn't he? Is he her, her brother? Yeah, her brother and her mom die. Oh, I thought it was just like a friend. I don't know why I thought that, but it makes... Because he's like way younger. I think he, I thought he was like three or something. Maybe he, let's look. I don't think if I was a mom, I'd be like, yeah, you and your fucking three-year-old <laughs> brother. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Just go over to the play place. Here, five-year-old girl, watch him closely. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Let's look, let's look, let's look. Okay. Um, I thought it was just like a family friend, but maybe a cousin, maybe. I don't, take care I don't of know. Timmy. Doesn't say I the feel relationship. Like they never really say, so I assumed like a oh, friend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whole month younger than she was. Okay. He's only a, a month younger than her. They're twins, are No, duh. Twins can't be a month. <laughs> I immediately in my head changed it to a different time. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. There's this, there's this Reddit, Am I the Asshole? That is so interesting. Okay. This guy's like, um, my girlfriend like doesn't know how long a month is and it's affecting our relationship. <laughs> what? So apparently she thinks of months as four weeks. Uh-huh. So she like got mad at him that he like didn't do anything for their six month anniversary because to her, it was like four times six, which is 24 weeks after they started dating. And he's like, no, like I thought of our anniversary is like, you know, April, May, June, July. And she was like, no. It's four weeks. And he's like, well, then how many months are in a year? And she's like, 13. Because there's 52 weeks in a year. And he's like, I promise you this sounds fake, but I like really don't know what to do. Like, like sh- I, I tried to explain to her that's not how calendars work, but she like wouldn't believe me. Why? She wouldn't believe. <laughs> she was like, Just no. find a calendar. Find and be like, this is one. This, is, this two. is two. And like sometimes some months have more weeks or less weeks. Also, they- it's not assumed that you celebrate the six month anniversary no and she didn't really do anything for his for for what she thought was the six month anniversary <laughs> she's just expecting him to yeah she sounds like a lot yeah 
So he's not the asshole. No, everyone was like, I don't think you're the asshole, dude. Like, I, I think there's something going on here that she doesn't know what they are. And he's like, well, I guess we'll just, dis- you know, it's we'll just disagree about it. But I do love her. And I'm like, <laughs> she's okay, not man. Even dumb, but weird. Yeah, like, why is this her hill she's to die on? Very weird. Why doesn't there are calendars everywhere, everywhere your whole life? And you like learn them. Like when you're a kid, you're like, January, February, you know? What does she have a name for the mystical, like mysterious 13th month? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just like December, Manhamber. <laughs> Manhamber. When was your mom born? Uh, Manhamber 13th. <laughs> it's when we celebrate the holiday of Havshimina. <laughs> Sorry, what? What are you saying? Shmakmina. Shmakmina in Hammer. Hammer. I'm sorry. Are you? I feel like you're not saying the same thing. I am saying Hammer. I'm saying Hammer. Like I just feel like it's changing every time you say it. Like you're making it up. I don't know why you're treating me like this right now. You're treating me like a child. This is gaslighting. For he is being gaslighted. He's being gaslit. That man is being gaslit. I honestly like <laughs> like he is questioning whether he's a nice person. Yes. It literally is like she is fucking with his sense of reality. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna grab it because it was sent to me by friend of the show, Ryan Mogi. How do you figure out how many days are in a month? So it's um uh thirty days, half September, April, June, June and Hammer. Okay. All the rest have thirty one. So he says, so bear with me on this. I'm as baffled as you are. <laughs> Things with my girlfriend are going really well. We started dating on September 10th of last year. This is important. And we really like each other. We have a lot of shared interests and we make each other laugh all the time. It's by far the best relationship I've ever been in. She's really smart and funny and beautiful and ambitious at her job. But a couple of days ago, I could tell something was off. Best and of I luck did, at that job. I know. What, is, what does she do? Work? What does she do? If they're like, in three months, we're going to do this. And she's like, got hey, it. Mark it. <laughs> um, I didn't know what it was. She was just a little bit colder and more distant than usual. So I probed her and she finally admitted she was annoyed I didn't do anything for our six month anniversary. Now I'm really good with remembering important dates and birthdays and all that. I had a plan in mind to do something special for the six month anniversary, dinner and flowers and all that. The thing is the six month anniversary is on March 10th. She thinks it already happened on February 18th past Tuesday. I was very confused about how she could think this. So I asked her to explain. She pulled out her calendar app and started counting, quote, months, which is in her definition, four week chunks. In this case, (laughs) September 10th and February 18th are actually 23 weeks apart. But she makes a mistake when counting because she starts counting on September 10th as one instead of zero. There are four. 23 becomes 24. She also doesn't know how how to to count count days. (laughs) Starting with one. I tried explaining to her that this is not how a calendar works and she just wouldn't have it. I tried asking her what our one month anniversary was and she again counted four weeks from September 10th. I tried asking her what she thinks our one year anniversary is. She said, of course, September 10th, because that's exactly 52 weeks apart. There are many things wrong with this statement and I tried explaining, but she either wouldn't or couldn't believe me. So I don't know what to do. I want to be able to acknowledge important dates, but she's just on a different time scale or something. I'm not even sure what advice I'm looking for here, but maybe someone has an idea I can try. I swear I'm not making this up and she's definitely not messing with me. She was very serious about all of this. She is trying to gaslight her way out of this relationship so that it seems like it's his fault. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Hold on. What is it? 
She has a calendar app. I know. She sees that there are only she ignores 12 names. The, she ignores Mephander. Except for Mephander. Mephander. Okay, he goes, I think this is the way I'm going to go. It's just not that big of a deal. We'll agree to disagree and stop making month anniversaries a thing. And she can keep counting months the way she wants to, LOL. A lot of these comments are definitely mean. It's a good reminder that Reddit can be toxic and not something to prescribe to in all situations. But like, also, dude, like, something's wrong that she will not believe. So best of luck to that man. I want to know what the fuck is up with her family. Yeah, no one said anything to her. The whole family must be. This Do you think way. she? Okay, what if they're like hippie people? But she's moon been people? through school. It makes no sense. Maybe she's like. Maybe her family does that. You ever notice like to be like her family? Yeah, it has to be. It has to be an upbringing thing. But then, like, what's up with her parents? Yeah. Why do they do Which that? Which one of them brought it into the Is relationship? It on from her period, like she only every twenty eight days. So whenever the first day of her period starts. It's been a month, mm-hmm. <laughs> regardless you know of what? how long her cycle is. Good for her for having such a regular cycle. Too disturbingly regular. Disturbingly regular. Mm-hmm. Unless she's on the pill. In which case. In which fine. case. Correct. Whatever. Yeah. Correct. Um, then that's only 28 days. 28 days is four weeks, right? Mm-hmm. That's but what she thinks. It's a month. It just... I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make sense. No. She's um, trying to get out of that relationship and make it is, seem like it's his fault. She's trying to sabotage. Yeah. Um, but so Rochelle. Uh-huh. Um, who thinks four weeks are in a month. <laughs> that's the, the Am I the Assholes about and Rochelle. And it gets her friend Timmy killed. Timmy. So she's like five. And I guess he's a month younger than her. So four weeks younger than her. Um, <laughs> and so I guess he's just someone at her party. Okay. And she this whole time I thought it was her brother. Which made it sadder at the end. Yeah, I was going to say that makes it way more painful. It's mm-hmm. like um, Pet cemetery or something. Yeah. Or, um, don't remember. It's like if they were siblings in Interview with the Vampire or something. That is like exactly what I was thinking of. I was thinking about um, Kirsten, Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. But then I realized like nobody was really her sibling. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure Didn't he's going to have that same situation going on. But oof. Five-year-old yeah. vampire. Ooh, terrible. That's creepy. Terrible. Oh my God. Sad. Very sad. Um, so she is like in a play place type thing for her birthday. And she has to watch after Timmy because he's little. Um, and they're playing, playing, playing. Uh, she starts climbing up this scary thing that he doesn't want to climb up. She looks down, he's gone. And she goes out and there's like this weird tent. And the flap is open. And she's like, Did he go in there? So she goes in there and there's just this like scary figure that's like eating Timmy. Yeah, it's a vampire sucking Timmy's blood. And then she's like kind of scared. So she screams and then there's like telepathic voice starts like talking to her, but it doesn't really work on her. Yeah. And then her mom comes running in, gets killed by the vampire. So sad. And so she just is running and running and running. He's still like telepathically trying to control her. She gets up on this uh, tall thing and is trying to get away from him and then does what she thinks of. And it's just like, he tried to touch me. Technically he did. And then all the people are like, get him. And then he runs off. No, I don't know. Like when you falsely accuse, it hurts the movement. 
<laughs> so she should have been honest about what he was doing. She should have been like, he's a vampire. Like he was you, eating Timmy. If you accuse a man and you don't mean it, mm-hmm. it makes it harder for the rest of us mm-hmm. when we come You're forward. ruining the move. So anyway, Rochelle uh, is a fucking traitor to her gender. Yes. Um, and then uh, we cut to her being a vampire slayer. Yeah. And she seems really oh, cool. Yeah. And he says, I'll find you anywhere. Mm-hmm. She goes to live with an aunt and he burns the house down. Yes. So she's like, damn, I got to be prepared. Yeah. So I guess she like meets these vampire slayers and they help her learn how to fight vampires. They do say vampire hunters. Hunter, though. not slayers. Sorry. Uh, they. So then she trained her how to become a vampire hunter. She's very good. She's known as the cat because mm-hmm. she's killed a bunch of them and she has this little back scratcher thing that she like yeah. scratches their foreheads with. Because her mom, her mom's pet name for her was Kitten. Mm-hmm. And so it, her catchphrase like, is pretty goofy. It also like doesn't seem like something someone would say about themselves, but rather a villain that you've just like hit would say about you. You know what I mean? Like if you're, yeah. if, if you it, get them and then they're like, ooh, Kitten has claws and you yeah. get shut up. Yeah, that's but, how... I'm used to hearing it. Mm-hmm. I I will accept that you can say it about yourself, but it was a little silly. Here's the thing. It was just, it sort of took me out of it. Yeah, that part was a little silly. Also, her calling card, the reason like people even know her as the cat, they know that there's this human vampire hunter they call the cat because she has her little back scratcher thing and she, she like, uh, scratches down the vampire's face with it to leave a scar. And when she does it, she goes, this cat has claws. <laughs> it's a little dorky. It's dorky. Yes. And it here, I think it is in line with the outfit that I discovered she wears <laughs> from the cover because she yes. does look very dorky. Yeah. I don't think that that's what she looks like in... The book in my head. Yeah. In the book in my head, she looks cool. Yeah. Very. Very cool. All black. All black. So she, you know, is a very good hunter person. Um, She meets these other vampire hunters, which again, LJ, I know you mean well, but like, let's cool it with the like exoticism Ugh, yeah. of like yeah. the one black girl in the book. Um, well, it's just, just say that she's black. Yeah. You it's can not say like racist to say yeah. a character is black. No, it's I understand not. it's tricky because if you're not saying Jane, who is white, and mm-hmm. Ricky, who is white, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, because if you just say Jane, Ricky, and oh, um, what's her name? Nina? Naomi? Oh, N- Niala? Niala, yeah. Um, and then, so you don't describe anybody's race, mm-hmm. and then you get to Niala, and you're like, she's black. That's weird too. I think okay, here I'm going to possibly give I I've read the book for next week mm-hmm. already and I think it does a very good job of like describing that characters have different races. Mm-hmm. Like she says, you know, this one character has like white skin and then this one character has brown skin, and this one character um has glossy black hair. Mm-hmm. And then you learn for sure that one character is black because she says it because the 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 white main character 
experiences something that she thinks of as discrimination and then her friend's like, look, I, I've gotten it my whole life. I'm black. I've lived my whole life being black and that's what it's like. That I feel like is a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. This was like her chocolatey skin and her hair was pulled into a Nefertiti's crown. Yeah, I, was, like, I was about to say, I, oh. I forgot until we started talking about it a little bit more. It It makes... It's cool to be like, oh, like coffee brown skin or mm-hmm. whatever. But when you start going into like, and she looked like some beautiful like Nefertiti goddess who yeah. blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. When like for the shitty girl, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, she had red hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to be like, I'm not racist. I think. Her skin is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, we know that just, she calls someone a Nubian queen in like the Forbidden, forbidden game. game, which yeah. I was like, let's not. Yeah. I, she, I get what you're doing. It was worse in that one, but it, it was. was not good in this one. It was not good in this one. At least she only does it once. I think Spellbinder, she was better. Mm-hmm. But in that case, she had like a first and last name to indicate mm-hmm. that a character was Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, this was, it was a little weird. Luckily, she only does it once. Um, but so she meets these other characters, Nayala and um, the terrible red-haired one. I don't even know if she has red hair. That was just what yeah, my brain or whatever. She, for. I think she's blonde, actually. She's like kind of psycho. Yeah. Because she wants to torture She wants them. to torture the vampire. What mm-hmm. the fuck is her name? Let me see. I read this a week ago, and so, of course, everything has gone right out of my head. Um... I don't know who she meets. I guess it doesn't really matter. There's a shitty girl. Yeah, because she's not really a character. girl who's like, I'm a lead vampire hunter from this other faction across the country. Mm-hmm. And Rochelle's like, whatever. You're not a New Englander. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're not like practical. Yeah. I liked all the like references to a New Englander personality. Yeah. And yeah. values. It's yeah. Kind of funny. The people that were like really interested in vampires, the humans, or not vampires, but like in the darkness. That was like an episode of Buffy. It was. It was like the one yes. um, with the guy from Roswell. Lie to me? Yeah. 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 Where they meet Chanterelle mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, yeah, yes, it is the like guy sort from of goth obsessed kids go to a club and. Um, or just being like obsessed with like goth, it's like very Edgar Allan Poe kind of obsessed with death, writing poems about death and stories about death and talking mm-hmm. about like going to the edge. And also just the way that they talk about it too is like so, so dorky. <laughs> They're like, wow, I think that like dying like this would be like the most exquisite way to die. Yeah. It's like just really self-indulgent. Yeah. Some of them. And then some of them are described as just like their lives are so terrible that they do it not to Mm -hmm. feel Mm -hmm. their terrible lives as much. I liked that initially Rochelle was like, that's fucking stupid. Why would anyone do that? And then she stops and catches herself and she's like, I mean, is it really any better than what I'm doing? Like constantly seeking out danger. Yeah. It's like, oh. And so she like, so so they uh she goes before that she goes with like the group of vampire hunters to try and like catch this vampire cuz girls have been going missing. Mm-hmm. And they're like great. Let's find them. And also every time 
Uh, she kills a vampire. She's like, is it the one that killed Timmy and my mom? No. Okay. Um, on to the next. On to the next. So then they, uh, they're there in the warehouse. Yes. Um, the people she went out hunting with, they get caught by Quinn unawares. Quinn being Rochelle's vampire soulmate. So yeah. he just shows up. He is very evil. We've been in his head for a second. He's like tired and sad. Yep. And and then all of a sudden we're back with Rochelle. This all-powerful vampire comes in. He catches them unawares. Rochelle comes in and is able to knock him out. They tie him up. Um, bitchy torture girl has creepy wooden like torture devices. Um, like scalpels. And like, yeah, and yeah, like scalpels and stuff. And um Rochelle is like, I've got this. You go and look for for others, you fucking idiots. And she's there guarding him and can't bring herself to kill him because it wouldn't be honorable. Yeah. Because he's all tied up. And then they start talking and they're like into each other like right away. <laughs> I liked Rochelle's inner voice to herself. Yeah. I thought like she was funny. She was really funny. There's this part. So she's like, okay, this and this part again, I, I honestly like the best LJ Smith books read in the very best way, like fanfic, like really yes. good. Yeah. Like angst and everything like, that's happening is like, yes, this is exactly what I want to happen yes. with these characters. Yes. And like, they're both very like hyper aware of each other and noticing everything about each other. So she hasn't tied up. Oh, God, Rochelle thought. Stake him. She didn't know what was wrong with her. Okay, he was charming in a weird way, but she'd known other charming vampires. Smooth, practiced flatterers who tried to sweet talk or cajole their way out of being stalked, staked. Some had tried to seduce her. Almost all had tried mind control. It was only because Rochelle had the will to resist telepathy that she was alive today. But this vampire wasn't doing any of the ordinary things. And when he laughed, it made Rochelle's heart thump oddly. His whole face changed when he laughed. A sort of light shone in it. Girl, you are in trouble. Kill him quick. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking that when I was reading it. I was like, uh-oh, yeah. you're in trouble. <laughs> and she was. Um, But they're both like very attracted to each other. But he hasn't seen her face yet. Because mm -hmm. she's got like a bandana thing. Because mm -hmm. once they see your face, they can like, they'll try to hunt you down forever. Yeah. Um. But he's in this moment, he like kind of wants to die. Yeah. He's like, kill me. Do it. Mm -hmm. And she won't. And and he feels something towards her. And he's mm -hmm. like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then she goes to untie him. And they touch. And they fall into that like soulmate trance. Yes. <laughs> yes. That all of the other people in these books have fallen into. It's and I was like, come on, touch, touch, yeah, touch, I was like, touch, touch. I can't wait. <laughs> can't wait till you realize you're soulmate. Yes, yes, yes. And then after they touch, because he hasn't seen her face. Mm -hmm. Later, she encounters him. And he does see her face. But he hasn't touched her yet. And I was like, oh, my God. Touch, 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 touch. touch. <laughs> um, and I like that she's like, he didn't even recognize me. Yes. <laughs> he didn't realize it was me. And she's bummed, even though, like, she needed yes. him not to recognize her. She needed him not to recognize For the her. plan to go well. But I was surprised, um, I don't know if you were, that he didn't know what soulmates were. Yeah, I was surprised Because, like, too. Ash knew right away. Ash was like, 
fuck. She's my soulmate. Ash is very hot. I do forget about how hot Ash is. I remembered Ash and I was like, I don't know, man. Quinn and Rochelle is where it's at now. I, it is. The thing because, was, I didn't know like, what it could be before. What's her face? Mary Elizabeth or whatever her name is, who's soulmates with Ash. Not nearly as cool as Rochelle. Rochelle is cool. That's what She's puts funny. Them over the line. She's like, I don't know. I think she had more personality than Mary Elizabeth did. Mary Elizabeth had personality, but. Well, she was that like stompy, yeah. plucky, like girl power, mm-hmm. like light character mm-hmm. where Rochelle's just like, I'm just out there. I'm getting it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, so she like lets him go, which she knows she shouldn't have done that. And she like fights the others off to let him mm-hmm. go too. And they're like, we don't trust you. And then Neala, who her sister has just been killed by a vampire. So she's like, she loses her mind. I thought that was really interesting where she has such a breakdown that even bitchy torture girl is yeah. like, whoa. Yeah, because at the end, she's like, I'm going to tell everyone that you're the cat. And the bitchy torture girl's like, Ooh, hopefully she doesn't do that. Crossing a line, yeah. 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 But then, so, uh, so... Rochelle's like, okay, I got to just like do my thing on my own then. So well, she's like, I have to atone for this by yeah. finding him and killing him. So she's out patrolling. She because sees Bitchy this- Torture Girl does point out, she's like, girls have been going missing. Mm-hmm. He was our only lead. Mm-hmm. Now more girls are going to go missing. And mm-hmm. Rochelle's like, oh. So she does. And then she sees this truck and the back of the truck just pops open and a blonde girl falls <laughs> a girl out. girl falls out. And then Wearing she's like, Wearing a ah! clubbing outfit. I loved just their dynamic from the very beginning. I loved it. I loved it. And I think partially it was that I had just seen Birds of Prey. Mm. So I was like imbuing it with kind of the feelings <laughs> that I was getting from Birds of Prey, which I really enjoyed. I liked that movie a lot. I liked it. I've, I, I think it struggled with the um, narrative jumps. Oh, going back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, of the DC movies, it was my favorite. I liked it more than Wonder Woman. It's just more my flavor. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer irreverence and like that kind of thing to um, like straight. Just it was like straight, Wonder yeah. Woman is a very straight yeah. superhero yeah. origin movie. Um, I just couldn't stop trying to like rewrite it in my head while I was watching it. But oh, I really? did really like it. Like yeah. I love Margot Robbie. I love yeah. Harley Quinn. I like, love Harley Quinn. I- I've loved Harley Quinn since. The 90s when mm-hmm. she was created for a Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really excited by, by the idea. Ewan McGregor you McGregor was Harley? fucking awesome. Oh my God. He oh, was so fucking funny. The moment when he is like mansplaining slash white splaining the <laughs> African <laughs> the art. Fucking art. The fact that he's a white man that collects African art, first of all. And then when he's like, like just like the sheer amount of douchebaggery that he it was is bringing. So great. So fucking funny yes he was so funny yes um i wanted more of him i wanted him even crazier yeah i let him go free i just kept re it's not that it was a bad movie um i just kept seeing my version of the movie at Mm -hmm. the same time in my head Mm. yeah so i mean that's a who wouldn't want somebody to see your work Mm -hmm. and go and feel inspired "Mm, i want to make that yeah yeah it was really, I liked it a lot. Um, Me too. But so I was getting like kind of that 
kind of feeling with it because I also felt like it wasn't cheesy girl powery. Yes, exactly. It was the exact kind of like, I don't know. It it was, it was just two female characters. Yeah. That was it. It yeah. was passing the Bechdel test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, here's the thing. They were characters that were female and dealt with things that came along with being female mm-hmm. um, rather than they were characters that needed to keep telling us that they were women. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like they were, yes, they were dealing with things like sexism and misogyny and all that. Mm-hmm. But that's, it fe- It didn't feel manufactured. Yeah. Also, the everything, the choreography was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I loved all the fight scenes and the wardrobe was 10 out of 10. Yeah. Really good wardrobe, that movie. Anyway, so mm-hmm. I was like, Feeling kind of like um, that kind of stuff when I was seeing her and Daphne together. But Daphne, so Daphne is like, she can't, she's wearing these like high, 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 high heels. because She's been clubbing. And she was going to that, she was, she showed up for a goth club and then got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And Rochelle's like, we need to run. And she's like, I can't. <laughs> I'm in heels. She's like, okay, we need to climb this fence. And she's like, I literally cannot. <laughs> I'm not strong. And so she's like, okay. Like she like launched, she just like throws her over yeah. the chain link fence, which is very funny. But I liked that, that it wasn't like really judging Daphne for it. It no. wasn't like this dumb girl over here, not smart like me and cool. No. But she Rochelle just kept thinking, right, I can't just expect her to mm-hmm. do this like I do this all the time and there's no reason she should be able to keep up with me mm-hmm. shit I have to like recalibrate mm-hmm. and they had different strengths mm-hmm. they just had like different like she was the, Rochelle or um, Daphne was the one with the connections she's the one who knows how to like work these people she's the one who comes up with the plan mm-hmm. she she's like the brains I guess just like cool and nice yeah and, and she's like, emotionally intelligent yes when I, I loved the moment when Rochelle goes into her bedroom and is like looking at the her photos pictures. Of yeah. Her and all her friends. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, wow. She's like, I don't have one friend. This girl has all the friends. And then she goes, I want to be your friend and to Rochelle. Daphne says that. And she's Rochelle, like, you need one. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they come up with this plan to, I love this kind of shit. Yeah. I love this. Like, this is, like, what I try and look for my fanfic. This is, like, you're going undercover to try to <laughs> find out who's doing this terrible thing. And, like, also the guy that you have, like, incredible chemistry with is there. <laughs> but you have to pretend he's never seen your face. Oh, my God. So <laughs> And you were dressed up now because you had to be. Yeah, you had to be dressed. Like, it's not like you and it doesn't change your personality. But, like, you had to look hot. And you so you look, look hot now. You look like Elvira. You... Look amazing. You're wearing a fucking cat suit. You're wearing a cat suit with like long drapey sleeves. You look great, but you had to for this. Mm-hmm. But you can also kick major ass. Mm-hmm. So you go in there with your friend and then the guy fucking snubs you. <laughs> when I was like, oh, because she was like trying to talk to him and he's got this gaggle of girls around him and he doesn't even look at her twice. And she's like, it's so funny because she's like, I can't have him recognize me. She's like, I can't look at him. And then she's like, what the fuck? 
He's not paying like, attention. Why to me? isn't he looking at me? So then she gets up in his face and she's like, mm, "Let's talk." And he's <laughs> like, like, "Okay." Oh, the dark. I have this poem. Oh my god, Daphne, her poem. <laughs> Daphne writes her like a goth, sad-sounding poem. That it's it's something like every night when I close my eyes, I like fly through this darkness, the stars, and I wake up and I wonder like. How blood red is the rose? Wake and like, me up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wake very, me up in that. <laughs> very <laughs> evanescent. Yes. Uh, and so she's like, yeah, I just, I really wanted to say this poem to you. So she says <laughs> I was like, this is not natural. I know. I'm like, girl. Whatsoever. <laughs> like, I would have loved a scene of Daphne just going, um, that's not how I meant for this to go. <laughs> she's like, no. no it's You don't just read a poem. <laughs> She's like, she does for reading. And Quinn is so like sad and distracted by having met Rochelle that he doesn't realize he's talking to Rochelle and is like, great, you passed the sad girl test. I'm going to kidnap you. Yeah, he's like, why don't you like come with me? You and Daphne show up later. When it's smart because at first Daphne had secured herself an invitation. But she had to explain why she, how she had escaped and why she would come back. Oh, my God. Her explanation is just like, I fell down and I woke up in the street. <laughs> it was so crazy. I I guess you must have thought I stood you up, but I had shown up. <laughs> um, I would like so to come back tonight. <laughs> and he's like, okay, whatever. Fine. You can come. Both he's you guys like, can come. Oh, you fucking idiot. I can't believe you came back. I know. And he's like, fine. You deserve this. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like creepy, like bouncer guy Ivan. Yeah, tall Ivan. Yeah, Ivar Ivan. Is it just Ivan? I think it's Ivan. I think it's Ivan. He's gross. Well, she hit on him to like try to, to come make in. her way inside, and then she comes back out, and he's like, "Hey, I thought that we were gonna like maybe get together." And she's like, "No, I know," and just leaves. And so then he's creepy to her later because he wants to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And also, there's like. So there's the red ferns there. Lily Redfern. Oh, yeah. Is there. And Lily is like so detached and doesn't care. And everyone's like, she's so cool. She's so detached. She so doesn't care. They love that she doesn't care. Like, oh, I wish I didn't care that much. (laughs) It's very funny. Their worship of them. It's so much like that episode of Buffy. It is so much. And it's so similar, like the whole like the vampires just like, being like, I don't know. The give beautiful a fuck about ones. Them. Oh my god. The beautiful ones are coming. They said they would turn us. The beautiful ones will turn us. They'll give us we'll everlasting become immortal. Life. We will become beautiful ones. I forgot that the Roswell guy was in that. Yeah. He gets a lot like beefier for Roswell. I thought he was so much more interesting in that episode than in anything of him of Roswell. I saw in Roswell. I've only because well, then he becomes like broody, sad guy. Yeah, I I've liked only him seen, as like, sort of episodes. like. At least he had drive and like wanted something specific for this. He was he was just a more specific character, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but I also haven't seen that much of Roswell. I've only seen like two episodes. My friend Wilder loves it. Ryan had a whole podcast about it. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. What was and, it called? Uh, Welcome back to Roswell, and it was like watching. You would watch an episode of the old Roswell and then the new Roswell, which right. came back. Um, like, and then you talk about like, cause it, it's the same characters. It is, yeah, but they're Grown like up older. Or... It's weird. It's like the same characters, older, but s- the same stories. It's weird, huh? Yeah, they're like adult-ish, 
And like some things have happened, like some of the stuff is canon, but some is not from the original series. Yeah, it's really strange. She needed to have a podcast in that yeah. format. Yeah, have to. Weird. Yeah, because then there's like some stuff that's like completely different. Hmm. Yeah. Odd. But I got a season two, so they're going to continue. Yeah, good for them. Um, But yeah, so they're like, she gets herself successfully kidnapped, Rochelle and Daphne. They go into a they, scary warehouse place. Yes. They get put in a cage. They're supposed to both be under mind control and they're faking it. Oh, yeah, because Daphne is also resistant. resistant. Um, hashtag resist. <laughs> and then they uh, get taken to this island where it's like a bunch of girls strapped to beds and they're being guarded by werewolves. Oh, and Rochelle sort of knew what she was getting into. Yeah. She was like, oh, shit, slave trade. Yeah. I've heard about this. They're being taken to an enclave. Wow, I can get into a vampire enclave and kill them all? Great. Sign me up. Mm -hmm. Let's get on a boat. So she does it. Mm -hmm. And then she finds out, like, they're like, yeah, this is not a normal thing. Like, this is going to be like a super, what is it? Blood feast? Bloodletting. Yeah, blood feast. So, like, all these powerful vampires are going to feast on each of them gets three girls to eat. Slowly for as long as they want or like, something. Like, yeah, like over, over the night. Yeah. And then um, I also thought that the, like, area where the blood feast was going to happen was scary. Yeah. Because it was, like, tables where you're strapped down and, like. Yeah, it was, like, a creepy old wooden mansion, like a lush mansion. Yeah, it's, like, you know what it is, though? I feel like L.J. Smith was, like, pulling from and, like, making it PG-13, like, sex castle. Yep. That's Because it felt. felt like that. Yeah. But it was, like, for blood, not for sex. It was kind of, it reminded me a bit of the, like, casino-y place that Ash takes what's-her-face yeah. to in the first book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has that kind of similar, like, all of them have that kind of, like, underworldy feel. Like, yeah. very, like, throbbing bass. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> scary like furniture. Everybody's wearing like crushed red velvet. Yes. <laughs> red s- or black satin and crushed red velvet. Mm-hmm. And like all the guys are wearing like the straight guy going out uniform of like a satin shirt with black yes. pants and I black. Mean, it should be much higher, but it is. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Girls are in like a dropped waist. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Roosh top. Like, what is it where it like drapes across the top? Yeah. Like I don't that kind of top. Called, but yeah, like the big scoop neck mm-hmm. type thing. But like with extra fabric that's like. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, like cowl drapey. Neck. Yeah. Cowl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like no back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hot. It's hot. It's hot. You're into it. <laughs> Man, that was a time. I feel like guys still kind of wear that to go out, like straight dudes, like single straight dudes, wear like button down top. Mm-hmm. They'll usually wear jeans though, jeans and then like dress shoes. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's like the clubbing look. I don't go clubbing. Neither do I, but I'll see. I'll usually see like it's either on Instagram or like in the world. I'll see like a group of men gotcha. dressed up in this way, and I'm like, they're gonna go clubbing. <laughs> Let me see if I can find. An Instagram, like a post of Instagram guys going out. 
I'm just Google Instagram, Instagram straight men straight going men clubbing. <laughs> okay, I'm like finding weird stuff on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I came across a Kelly post. Kelly in a cool suit. Me? Yeah, it's me. Um, okay. Do you want to see? So I like Googled straight men going out outfit. <laughs> uh, and then the first thing is, how should men dress for going out? Steps. Oh, it's a wiki how. How to dress for a night on the town for guys. <laughs> okay. Method one of three. Dressing for a bar or a pub. <laughs> wear a plain t-shirt or shirt with buttons. The plain t-shirt is by far one of the best garments you can wear to a bar. Plain t-shirts are great for <laughs> one casual of the best wear. Garments. <laughs> <laughs> White or black t-shirts will go with most other colored clothes, but you mm, can mix it. That's and a match. good garment. It's <laughs> a good garment. Put a shirt with buttons over the t-shirt to add another dynamic to the look. You can button the shirt all the way up, leave the top few buttons undone, or leave it unbuttoned. Go with whatever you feel comfortable with. Okay, pants. Put on jeans, chinos, or wool trousers. Jeans are by far the most versatile of all trouser types. (laughs) (laughs) I would have to say of all the garments that you would refer to as a trouser type, probably (laughs) jeans are by far the most popular. Black or blue jeans will work with almost any other clothing item. Chinos are versatile as well, but are a great casual garment. Chinos come in a wide variety of colors. Wool trousers are very comfortable and look very stylish. You might be able to get away with shorts. It depends on the bar. (laughs) What? No. No bar is going to be like, yeah, those shorts are fine. Wear a pullover, cardigan, or jacket. Pullover jumpers look great and are perfect for nearly any setting. Rain jackets are not only to be worn in bad weather. A stylish rain jacket can Excuse? keep you warm and dry while also adding an interesting dynamic to look. I want no. fucking Paddington to <laughs> dance with at the club. Yes. Make me your marmalade. Okay. <laughs> Denim jackets are in very in fashion these days. They work great in more casual settings like bars. Wear a pair of shoes you think looks great with your look. Bars are a lot more relaxed when it comes to footwear compared to nightclubs. Boat shoes or canvas shoes are the most casual shoes you could wear to a bar and really work as part of a casual look. (laughs) Wear a watch, bracelet, or rings. If you're going to a bar, any type of watch will work with the rest of your look. What? Digital watches or watches with leather straps will go perfectly with your other clothes. (laughs) Mm, Okay. (laughs) Um, Picking clothes for a nightclub, that's a little bit different. Yeah, nightclub. We're talking about nightclub. Wear light clothes that you won't be too hot in. You can bring a coat, but you'll need to check it in. It can take a long time to get your coat back at the end of the night. You can wear a nice t-shirt with a blazer or a bomber jacket. Oh, no. This is not a good clubbing look. But I, I, sorry. I was looking for something on Instagram with the hashtag clubbing outfit, and it's all girls. But this is the first girl look where I've come across and gone, no. Sloppy Joe? (gasps) Oh, my God. I mean, where would she want to wear? But I feel very uncomfortable. Like, the idea of wearing that makes me feel uncomfortable. It just doesn't gel. The the top with the bottom? Yes. No. It's like she's doing that, like, cross scarfy top. Yeah, she is doing a cross but scarfy top. But she's doing just a black jean. I think that that should go with a, like, tight skirt. Yeah. Like a bodycon-ish skirt. Or, like, a non-jean pants. Yeah. It just looks like an afterthought. The pants? Yeah. It just doesn't go together. At all. At all. 
I'm not even criticizing the amount of skin being shown. No, 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 no. For me, the pants look very uncomfortable with the top. This is maybe a sloppy Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she put the hashtag clubbing outfit on it. That, those shoes The running shoes are a bit of a sloppy Joe move. The the shoes, here's the thing. (laughs) The shoes are really not good. With that outfit. But maybe that's not the whole outfit. Like maybe she's like, oh, I bought this. I will wear it at some point. This is not that point. Yeah. I mean, I think she's borderline sloppy Joe. She's she's almost there. I think if she were wearing like like shoe high heel shoes with her toes crawling on the floor, (laughs) that would be sloppy Joe look. Mm -hmm. So anyway, please finish this. Guide guide for guys. Oh, well, if you're clubbing, you should put on a formal button-down shirt. Right. As Kelly said. But if you wear a t-shirt inside, you can unbutton the shirt when you're in the club if you get too hot. Shirts look great with bomber jackets. Mm. Shirts. Bomber jackets. Shirts look Shirts great. in general. <laughs> well, what else are you going to wear with it, Kelly? Okay, so you can also... A skirt? <laughs> a skirt over your chest under a bomber jacket? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Because let me tell you what, that's a tube top. All right. <laughs> jeans, chinos, or suit trousers. Black jeans are the most formal looking, but gray jeans and other dark colors will work great. The darker in color your chinos are, the more formal your look is. Um, suit trousers work perfectly with a blazer. Don't wear jeans with large holes. Jeans with rips and holes are very in fashion at the moment, but if the holes are too big, you won't get into the club. <laughs> but you should wear formal <laughs> shoes. You should wear... Chelsea boots, suede shoes, brogues, or Oxfords. So specific. Do not wear shorts. Correct. Um, the hats that you wear, you can wear like a newsboy hat, but you cannot wear a beanie. You should wear a watch. What wear, is with this watch recommendation? Wear a fancy watch. Not that many people wear watches. Watches with leather or metal straps are a fantastic accessory to wear to the club. I mean, if you want to like suggest it. But to be like, you must wear a watch. Hey, if you decide to wear rings, don't go overboard. Wear one or two rings to keep your look nice and simple. Two rings. <laughs> one is more than enough, <laughs> two sir. <laughs> yeah, two rings is a lot. Yeah. Wear a hat or a flat cap if you want to add style to your head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas, add a bit of style to your head with a cap. You should know though that it's very easy for hats to fall off of your head in the middle of a club. <laughs> you should know. Morning. Okay. But method 3 of 3. Groom and clean yourself. Shouldn't that come first? <laughs> okay. Take a shower before you do anything else. Wash your hair with shampoo and use body lotion on your body. Oh, this is for like 13-year-olds. If you have lo- 13-year-olds going to the club, if you have long or medium length hair, know that conditioner will add a lot of volume to your hair. If you want volume, that's great. If not, just use shampoo. If you're using a hair dryer, point it mm-hmm. downward towards your hair. If you aim the hair dryer pointing up towards your hair, it will make it look very wild. Shave or trim your beard. If you can't grow a beard, you'll look much better clean shaven. <laughs> if you have a beard and you don't want to shave it, get a grooming kit. Use small scissors to trim the beard. Blah, blah, blah. Wash your beard. Trim your fingernails. <laughs> Uh, Use your nose hair trimmer to trim your hairs in your nose. Style your hair and pluck your eyebrows. Mm, Pluck Um, the eyebrows. Brush your teeth and floss. Wow. It Um, says to floss. It is 
so detailed. It's it tells really you getting in there. how to brush your teeth. Wow. There how are to be th- a human man. Yeah. There are a few things worse than speaking to someone at a bar and noticing some food in their teeth. Brush your teeth and floss. Uh, this will be a help later when talking to a prospective partner. Remember to brush your tongue as well. Use some mouthwash after you've brushed if you want to make sure your mouth is clean and fresh. Carry some mints or gum with you. <laughs> Use some cologne or body spray before you get dressed. Don't go overboard. How to be in society. <laughs> spray some cologne on your neck and on your wrists. There's one question. Should a short sleeve shirt be worn with a sports jacket at an informal affair? Mm. Yes. A polo shirt or even a nice t-shirt is appropriate for an informal affair. <laughs> the end. Yeah. That's a weird question to be at the end. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a comment. So there's just like one question. The oh, community Q&A. One. Gotcha. One person gotcha, said gotcha. it was helpful and one person said it was not helpful. <laughs> Oh, sad. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how to get ready to go to a club if you're a guy. You should definitely brush your teeth. Well, now you know. You should definitely trim your teeth with small scissors. You should, you should trim your teeth with small scissors and you should floss your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how you floss your eyes. <laughs> Don't put too much cologne on your beard. <laughs> you should only spritz cologne on your hips and your ears. Put if you're gonna put a watch on your beard, make it a leather or metal metal band. straps. <laughs> um, if it is, you d- do not wear shorts on your arms because <laughs> that's very informal. <laughs> if you want your hair to have volume, wear a bomber jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Please note that if you blow dry your hair with the blow dryer facing <laughs> upward, then your butt will be big. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, speaking of hot guys, <laughs> Quinn. Quinn is hot. Hot, 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 hot. He... His name is John Quinn. He was made a vampire by Hunter Redfern. Yeah. Back in pilgrim times. He is a pilgrim. He is a pilgrim. Man, that's um, hot. I like that he was a pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's he's very old. Mm-hmm. Does he have long hair? How is he described? He has short hair. I don't even remember what he looks like. I didn't even care. Exactly. I just knew that he was hot. Like they're both hot and they're together and they're fucking in love. They're so in love. Okay, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. I love that when you become soulmates with someone from the night world, you both see that violence isn't the answer. Yeah, you do. You turn. um, Turn daybreak right away. Circle daybreak. Mm -hmm. La, la, la. Their their time together in one another's heads was great. I loved it. I loved that. Oh, part. I loved that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Young man, eighteen. Blah blah. He fell in love with Dove Redfern. His dad found out that he got turned into a vampire by Hunter, and then killed Dove in front of him, which was sad. Very sad. Also, because Dove seemed chill. Dove seems like a very good person. Slash vampire. Um. Blah, blah, we were in his head. We don't learn what he looks like. So let's see. Hold on. She does like check him out. So I think we figure out what he looks like. Da, 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 blue, blue, blue. Fighting the vampire. Oh, yeah. And they're both infamous to one another. Yes. He's She's like, like, oh shit. Quinn yeah. is a fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? Like merciless nightmare. It's like when Buffy is like learning about Angelus. Yes. Or Spike. Yeah, sim- mm-hmm. similar. It's like they're both like um, legendary, like iconic vampires. Yeah. 
And then vice versa. Um, okay. He was good looking, clean features that were strongly chiseled, but almost delicate. A mouth that at the moment looked rather innocent, but which might be sensuous if he were awake. A <laughs> body that was lithe and flat muscled, if not very tall. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, this doesn't affect me. Liar. <laughs> <If> I... <laughs> Blah blah blah. If I was, if I was susceptible to his charms, I'd be in trouble. But I'm not, so it's fine. He was wearing a lightweight black shirt, no sweater or coat. Okay, so he's not going to a club. <laughs> <laughs> what are his garments? <laughs> he's wearing a skirt on his head. Um, blah blah blah. She unbuttoned his shirt, exposing his chest. <gasps> uh, she did what? She's like straddling him. She's about to stab him. She whispers, this kitten has claws, which we don't need to be there for. She lost Zanshin. Remember? Oh, yeah. Because she, she like studied with um, like it's just, just people, you know, <laughs> monks, Buddhist um, monks. No, no, no. Okay. She's, she's fighting with him. They're like verbal sparring. What does he look oh, yeah, like? She has a katana. That's made out of wood, which is mm -hmm. cool. The hardest wood yeah. in the world. Yeah. She had a knife specially made from wood, too. She's got tools. Yeah. She's cool. Oh, he also is like, you have honor. I like that. Because she's like, I'm They're not going to They're both kill like you. so turned on by each other's honor. They are. Uh, okay. She's not really describing what he looks like. I thought that never really Yeah, it doesn't came. really happen. We just know that he is very handsome. And mm -hmm. he's got chiseled features. And he's got flat, lithe muscles. Uh-huh. But like, as far as like, what's his hair color? Brown. Ooh, the blanks, I guess. We don't even know how long his hair is. Come on, man. I gotta know how long a vampire's hair is. Seriously, because I mean, it could be shoulder length, white, middle parted hair. Could <laughs> <laughs> be snowman. He could be snowman, which is a nightmare. Do you think at some point snowman got turned into a vampire, like down the line? Oh yeah, probably. It sounds like him. It does sound like him. And then, then his whole persona would finally like make it some clicks. kind of sense. Yeah, it like makes <laughs> sense. And he's like, oh. Oh, this is why yeah. I was destined to be a vampire. That's why I was going around acting like such a human douchebag. Yeah, it's like when a guy Holy like snowman. goes to college and like finds his thing and he's like, oh, this explains my personality. Yeah. Like I just hadn't found my people yet. Mm -hmm. I just hadn't found parkour. Yeah. <laughs> yet. <laughs> And now, wow, I did. Oh, wow. Now these other people really like Monty Python. Monty Python. <laughs> Monty, Monty Python. Python. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I just needed to find my family. Mm -hmm. So then, so she's like, oh my God. Like he keeps like thinking about her. He's like, why am I thinking about this brown haired girl? <laughs> uh, she wasn't even special because he didn't touch her. He didn't touch her. But, but he's he like intrigued. Something. And then she but, and he's like disappointed that she was so stupid as to come. Yeah, he's like, like I thought uh, she was she smarter. was intriguing, but I guess she sucks. Then so they're she's on the like, island, victim blaming. I know they're on I'm the island, for. and she's like, "What is this?" And she successfully gets all the girls free and like beats up some were werewolves, and it's like, "Go get on the boat and go." Um, they and won't. And then Quinn catches up with them. She gets attacked oh, by, because yeah. she doesn't werewolf. kill that werewolf. I was like, Rochelle, what are you doing? I know. I was like, double tap, girl. Yeah. She doesn't. So then Quinn comes, and he's like- Saves her. Saves her, and he's like, oh, it's you. Because mm -hmm. he touches her, and he's like, oh. Not yet. Oh, wait, not yet, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet, not yet. 
So he recognizes her and then for like no real good reason is like, get out of here. Yeah, he doesn't he can't bring himself to kill her. Uh-huh. Neither of them can bring themselves to kill each other. Yeah. And let the girls go. And then Rochelle is like, I'm gonna go up to the house and fucking kill everybody. And she's like, I'm gonna figure out who organized this because we mm-hmm. still have to figure that out. And he's like, Yeah, once I tell my surrogate dad, Hunter Redfern, they're gonna go down. Not yet. She's separated from Quinn. Oh, right. So he has so it. She his goes head, back in the house. That's right. And then he drags her away. He's like, this is fucking suicide. Yeah. Oh, no, we touch. And then they're like, till now. And they're in each other's <laughs> brains. Always got she- my own. I never really get a you. Um, And she's like, I'm in your brain. And I know all of you. And he's like, I'm in your brain. And I know all of you. And then they're like, and, <laughs> and now we're not alone. <laughs> and I see all your beautiful vulnerability. And then and the light and the warmth. They like, I'll never let you be cold again, John Quinn. Oh, yeah. She does say that. <laughs> and, and then he, he's like, I was so cold before. So cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like get out of each other's heads. And he's like, great. We have to put a stop. To this. We have to put a stop. To this. He's like, my father, Hunter yeah. Redfern, will not stand for this. Because... You are working outside council law. Because council, and also, like, you're all. You're all made vampires. Made vampires, not Lamia. And Lamia, Lamia are made vampires, aren't they? No, they're born. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I don't know. I'm don't, not positive. I'm not positive. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Uh... <laughs> How do I get you alone? Okay, Lamia vampires, uh, born that way. Okay. and But they can choose when to stop aging. Ah. Whereas the maid vampires are stuck where, where they are. are yeah. And if you and that's are- That's why Timmy's five forever. If you're a decrepit person that's over the age of 20, then you will not survive. Fucking disgusting. I was like- <laughs> If oh. I got made a vampire over the age of maybe like 45, I'd be like, <laughs> why, why would you do this to me? Just let me live my fucking life. Just let it end. <laughs> just, I'd rather just keep aging as a mortal yeah. than be Stuck. fifty forever. Yeah, forever. It. So they're like, if you are, or it'd just be, it would be that last unicorn thing where it's like, how dare you <laughs> come to me now when I am this. <laughs> We are not for you. If we were, if you were gonna make me a fucking vampire, come to me when I was young. Yeah, yeah. One of those innocent girls you see. I like. Okay, best age, best age to become a vampire. It probably depends. I think. Or are you talking for you? Yeah, I think probably like twenty-two. Because hmm. I don't think being a teenager would be what I want. No, for me, I feel like now is a pretty good time. Or now. Wait, give me like a week to like go really hard on like working out. <laughs> All and right, then... give me six months. Yeah. And by six months, I mean, <laughs> I do not mean calendar months. No. I mean 24 weeks. 24 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Idiot. Imagine mm. if she got turned into a vampire. She'd be forever that stupid. <laughs> 
Because you can't learn after you're a vampire. You can't either. learn. You, you stop learning. You you everything you know is all that you know forever. All you'll ever know. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Terrible. So John Quinn is like racist forever. Yeah. And like every time he sees a car, he's like, ah, ah what is <laughs> the beast? Um, the metal beast with eyes that glow. What I do love. You can climb inside. Cataluna! <laughs> Catherine of the Bad Moon. <laughs> bad Moon Catherine. Bad Moon Catherine! I'll get you! Um, <laughs> uh, uh, something about John Quinn. John Quinn, John Quinn. John Quinn. Oh, here's the thing. I do ship them a lot. And mm-hmm. I think he's very hot. Mm-hmm. But she does like she's like wow, you were you just made some bad decisions. But I'm like girl, he like he was in the slave trade. Hundreds. He was in the slave trade earlier today. Like not like <laughs> yeah, like this is not good. Like if I never <laughs> knew you, <laughs> the love theme from Pocahontas from Pocahontas, 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 because he's. From colonial times, whatever. <laughs> I'd be safe, but half as well. You know what? Never movie. knowing, I could feel the that the first movie the that magic I saw that you knew that I was like. I, I I honestly think aside from okay, there's two movies uh-huh. that were like the first movies I remember seeing and understanding. Oh, movies can be bad. Mm-hmm. One, yes. Sphere, mm. which I was like, what the shit? I remember like reading it and being like, this is tight. And then like seeing the movie and being like, mm. oh. And then Pocahontas 2. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it is the dumbest fucking movie. Like, whereas Pocahontas is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> I remember I remember being in the movie theater from Pocahontas and like seeing the first part of it and being like I was like in it I was like this is great and then it ended and I was like what the fuck <laughs> they just live apart forever I was like what the fuck is this and then Pocahontas 2 happens and it's this other fucker this brown haired boy I was like what You're the fuck is this not John Smith excuse me I was like ew and then she has to wear like clothes of like white people yeah and i was like english i was like ew (laughs) no this is like not good clothes the other clothes were better like i remember (laughs) thinking that shit was whack (laughs) that movie sucks (laughs) do you know chris permonte uh-huh or i've met him a couple times so you get his energy a a little you've talked about him he's great love the guy um check he he's on the podcast thank you for questing with me he's awesome but he's like a fairy tale character, but he was he was like because just the way he talks is very like, oh perhaps like okay here, I'll give you an example. Remember the story I told about the guy that put his poo poo in my recycling bin? Yes, I told him this. Uh-huh. His response was, perhaps he thought it was some kind of game. <laughs> <laughs> to which I said, some kind of game? What game? <laughs> what? Perhaps he thought it was some sort of jest. <laughs> Like that. Like he would say that. So this is his energy. Um, and the other day he was like, 
have you watched Cinderella 3? And I was, I was like, what? Or maybe it's Cinderella 2. I don't know. I just know. He's like, it's amazing. Cinderella goes through a time warp and she has to pr- make sure that she falls in love with the prince all over again. It's back to the future too? Yeah. So basically, I think the the evil stepmother <laughs> gets a hold of like Shut up. a magic Shut spell. Up. And no. like time turners everything. No. To undo everything. <laughs> and he's like, and it's, it's like fucking Terminator. Yeah. And he's like, and it's so amazing because Cinderella has to pretend she doesn't know the prince when in fact she knows him because she's married to him. <laughs> and he was like, it's amazing. And he's it's like, amazing. Cinderella too, by, on the other hand, garbage. <laughs> garbage. I think it was Cinderella 3, if, if I'm correct. Oh my God, Cinderella 3, a twist in time. Yes. See, I told you. On the first anniversary of Cinderella's marriage to Prince Charming, her stepsister Anastasia. Oh, it's a sister. Oh, Tress McNeil finds the fairy godmother's Rusi Taylor wand in the forest. Cinderella's cruel stepmother, Lady Tremaine, uses it to traverse. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. So Lady Tremaine does do it. Making the famous glass slipper fit Anastasia's foot before oh. Cinderella has a chance to try it on. No longer retaining any member of who Cinderella is, the prince prepares to marry Anastasia. Yeah. So, wow. Cinderella what a to- twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Featured song, I Still Believe. So apparently, it's great. Cinderella oh, 2 is bad, oh. though. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I clicked. <laughs> oh my God. What? I clicked I on the featured song, uh-huh. I Still Believe. And what comes up first is obviously a clip from the cartoon, because mm-hmm. it's a cartoon. And then, do you want to know what, like like popular like modern person covered it wait okay this wouldn't make sense but maybe is the song that the sax man performs a cover of i still believe from cinderella 3 traverse through time wait what because doesn't he play that song i still believe the from lost boys oh i don't think it's the same song. okay okay, okay. <laughs> then i'm wrong i think it's probably not the same song. who covers it um let me see if and I can why? find it. Here's the thing. Why? There's why would you cover the song from Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time? Well, because that was always the intention. They wrote this movie to have an original song to By then have a person sing it yeah, they and do release this, it on like credits. Radio Disney or yeah, something. Yeah, and then during the credits that you get the like mm-hmm. pop star version. Exactly. Who? Let me see if I can find it on Spotify. I don't play it. I'll just do YouTube, I guess. Amazing. 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 <laughs> See if you recognize the voice. I highly doubt that you will. Now, if you had been binging what I was recently binging on television. Vanessa Hudgens? No. no. Hayden Panettiere. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? She sings that song? Hayden Panettiere? Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. 
covered I an can't. original song from a third installment of Cinderella. Wow. What have you been binging? Heroes? Nashville. Nashville. She's in that. Singing. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Small world, A man. bizarre combination of things. Cinderella three. We should okay. We should we should cover Cinderella three. A twist in time. Let me see. I think on our Patreon. Yes, we should ask Chris to come. I think this might be the one in the movie, or it might just be Hayden Panettiere. Panettiere. No, it's her. It's just Hayden again. (laughs) So funny! Wow, bizarre, and the. A brighter day in the sun. Somewhere I know that he waits for me. Someday soon he'll see I'm the one. I won't give up on this feeling. And nothing could keep me away. Because I still believe in destiny that you and I were meant to be. I still wish on the stars as they fall from above. Because I still believe. Believe in love. I still believe. <laughs> wow. When did this come out? I, I would say 2000. I'm going to guess 2007. Okay. Ooh. Are you a witch? Really? 2007. What if it was my favorite movie? And I was like, wouldn't it be like funny about <laughs> all the weird? What if it was like 2007? You're like faking that you didn't know it was Hayden Panettiere. Wow. That would be really good acting on my part. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I mean, maybe I'm just an amazing actor. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should be hired. And maybe I should just be hired um, to do acting. Wow. That's what cool. an insane. Yeah. We're going to cover Cinderella for the Patreon now. Cinderella 3. Cinderella a, 3, a twist in time. A twist in time. But I guess skippable is number Very two. Funny. I'm so sure that the prince is going to be like, yes, I will marry Anastasia. And she has the voice of a fucking cartoon witch. Also, like, he's like, yes, I remember what she looked like at the ball. Mm-hmm. This woman who is not <laughs> at all the same person. Yes. I will, in fact, marry her. Is he like, dumb? At this point, I'm like, girl, well, I don't think you should marry this man. Maybe he's just like, I put out a contract. This was the contract agreement. Mm-hmm. Gotta, gotta. I have to honor it. He's just gonna have a side thing. And you know what? Thinking back, maybe was not the best criteria. No. I should have been more specific. I Way more specific. I should have, what I should have done was said that I will need to see you first. Yeah. Instead of just but you know bring what I me didn't. the person whose foot. <laughs> just cut off all the feet. Yeah. Bring me the foot. Just, uh, yeah, bring me the person whose foot fits the shoe. Mm-hmm. If they get here and they're her, then I will marry her. If they get here and they're not her, then I won't. Yeah. But you know what? I didn't plan ahead. You did say that part. And a good ruler. He who passes his... the sentence swings the sword. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is what I was about to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Rochelle and Quinn end up, uh, uh, finding out that Hunter the Redfern is the one who set this whole fucking thing up. Yeah. Cause he goes out and Quinn thinks he's like, got him. Yeah. He's like, oh good. Hunter's here. <laughs> and Rochelle is like, looking back, I do realize that we were sort of lambs heading to the slaughter. Also, she's like, damn Hunter, you're the one who killed my mom. Yeah. It's a whole. Oh, a whole convergence of excitement. And so then they're like, we're fucked. No, you're not, because Niala is going to Molotov cocktail the whole fucking place. Yeah. That was a stunning twist. Stunning twist. I was like, how but did I get out of it? Not um, a bad twist. No, it was fun. It was like, whoa, Niala stayed. It was yeah. just like a surprise turn. Yeah. 
Because she wanted to burn that whole thing down because she hates oh, vampires. Yeah. She was still flipping out on Rochelle. So then they all get the they all get on a boat and leave. They leave, and she's like, "Wow, oh, oh, oh we forgot that Hunter's there with fucking Timmy, who he turned into a tiny oh, five year old yeah, vampire. Five year old vampire. She grabs Timmy on the way out. Yeah, so and they have Tiny Timmy. Tiny Timmy has not Tiny know, Tim. No. That's trademarked by the uh, by a Christmas Carol, which you wouldn't think was still trademarked. But is is it really? No. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn, really? How can people keep being able to do it? Like paying like, out the yeah, that's fucked up. Damn, damn, Charles Dickens' estate. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Um, yeah, they're and then they they are on this boat together, and she's like, hmm, wow, we're gonna have to deal with some shit with Timmy because uh, that's fucked up. Yep. And she's like, but I'm with you and I love you, and let's do Circle Daybreak. Yeah, let's figure it out. And he's like, because we're I like got you, warm babe. and we're in love. Mm-hmm. And we're hot. We're very hot. And then the end. Yeah. I recommend it. It's a good oh, book. Oh, man. So good. So good. So Quinn good. Quinn and Rochelle is where it's at. Yeah. I mean, I sped this Sorry, book. Ash and whoever you were with. I know. She was. I, she's cool. I don't know if she's just not Rochelle. I don't know if Quinn and Rochelle beats out Forbidden Game for me as far as hotness. Because I, Julian is very hot to me. It's hard, though, because she doesn't ever do anything with Julia. No, she doesn't. But I think that's, I think if that's she- That's the ends, hotness. I, yeah, I think if she did, the book would have to end on a kiss. Because like after that, not interested. I mean, if they're banging, fine. But like, you know, I don't <laughs> want to see them date. fully fucking. Yeah, I don't want to see them date. I don't want to see that. I don't care about that. <laughs> you don't want to see them figure it out at like a fucking Italian restaurant? <laughs> no, I don't want to see some fucking Jim Pam bullshit. I don't but care. But like, it could have been this. It could have been really Julian hot. and Jenny yeah. like this, changing the world. That's cool. Being that's, soulmates and changing the world. It ends right there, though. I don't need to see them. Well, kind of like it does here, where yeah, it's like, that's cool, what I like, now we're on to a new soulmate yeah. story. Yeah. It's good. The next book is called Soulmate. Yeah. Wow. And it goes goes back to the Red Ferns. Yeah. I like those Got Red some Ferns. reincarnation shit. I like that. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend the book. Yep. Um, Very good read. Thank you so much for I'll listening. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Next, we are reading uh, Witch's Night Out. Yeah, by Silver Ravenwolf. That is very fun. Yeah. By Thurl Ravenscroft, the voice of the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> or the singer of the Grinch. The singer the of singer, the Grinch. The singer, the guy who sang the song, not the Grinch himself. Um, Thank you so much to our Patreon supporters, patreon.com slash teencreeps. Um, Special shout out to our Patreon producers, Ashley Fritz, Claire Moore, Danny, Emily Pooley, Karen Lewis, Kelly Burns, Christerina, Landry Desmond, Vandalay Wolschlager, Mariana Terzakis, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Molly Marks, Randy Klett, Rogue Kalehua, Sarah, Sarah Jaggers, Sarah Nichelle, Sasha Gibson, Sydney Bollinger, Victoria Beck, and Wendy Bartos. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. And we have other uh, levels for you, we got a five. Well, we got a one. If you want to just like kick us a tip. Yeah. Like, hey, here's a little tip for this free podcast that I get every month. We got a $5. That's where the content kicks in. We've got public domain theater and we've got minisodes. $8, we got public domain theater at minisodes and one outside genre book a month. And then Patreon producer, we got all those things and we thank you on the show. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Check it out. If you want to support us non-monetarily, you can 
rate and review us on your podcast app. You can give us a shout out on social media. You can tell a friend. You can tell your coworkers. You can tell all the people who come into your library because that seems to be our demo. Yeah. People who work in libraries. Yeah. Yeah. Thank um, you for supporting the show with your ears. Thank you. Uh, so thanks so much. And uh, oh, follow us on at Team Cream Spot on everything. Yep. That's it, right? I always feel like there's more, and there never is. There never is. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.